Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. A lot of people I know never graduated high school. We we had a graduation. You know what I mean? They, they give out a graduation to let you know that you have accomplished the thing. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Most people released from the prison system in the United States end up back behind bars or committing another crime within the first five years after their release. And the 10-year statistics are even more bleak. 650,000 inmates are released from prison every year. And a recent study concluded 83% of them were re-arrested within the first nine years of freedom. An organization in St. Louis, the Concordance Academy of Leadership, is working to change that, not only locally, but eventually in cities all over the country. They set a goal of reducing incarceration rates by 33%. And we've reduced it by 44%, exceeding the goal. And there's no other organization on the planet that has come close to that. Christine Byers joins us from KSDK in St. Louis, where she recently reported a three-part series on the Concordance Academy of Leadership. Christine, there's so much here that I'm excited to get to. But can you start by giving us a brief introduction to the work that the Concordance Academy of Leadership is doing day to day? Sure. So its aim is to reduce the amount of people that end up going back to prison after being in prison. Um, And so basically they do that through a variety of ways. They have an 18-month curriculum where, and it starts six months before somebody is released and continues for the 12 months, their first 12 months of freedom. And how did this organization or program come to exist in the first place? Where did the idea and the funding come from to actually make it happen? You know, one of the interesting interviews I did was with the uh, current CEO of the organiz- of the nonprofit, and he is actually a retired Wells Fargo Advisors CEO. And he talked about part of his job was to... Um, distribute about $20 million in philanthropic dollars across the country. And most of that would stay in the St. Louis area. And he confessed to me that he kind of felt like he wasn't sure if that money was actually making a difference. I wasn't sure. I really could not tell what impact my giving to these organizations was having. And so he really wanted to get involved in something when he retired that he could tell actually did matter, actually did work in changing people's lives and and getting them back on track. So tell me a little bit more about the problem that this program was created to solve or or to lessen. First off, just the basics. What are we referring to when we talk about recidivism and how big of a problem is it? There are all kinds of estimates and research and studies out there that suggest very high percentages of people that go to prison, end up back in prison, uh, not just once, not just twice, but multiple times throughout their lifetimes. And so the uh, founder of Concordance Academy of Leadership, um, Mr. Ludeman, Danny Ludeman, 
actually called it doing life in the installment plan Hmm. um, because they just end up, you know, in this revolving door in the justice system. And so the, the goal that this organization set out for itself in the beginning was to reduce the chances of a person's return to prison by 33%. And according to their measurements, after six years of existence, they actually have reduced a person's chances by 44% of returning to prison. The Concordance CEO, Danny Ludeman, said that the average cost for a participant is about $10,000. But in his traditional business sense, he he points out quickly that that is a small cost in comparison to what the state can save in terms of reincarceration rates. So um, by his calculation, he estimates that for every one person concordance can prevent from going back to prison, the state could save about $180,000. And that's roughly about $4.50 for every dollar the state spends to house an offender. Um, so that's, you know, the terms, of course, like I said, this this um, very business savvy person puts things in um, to demonstrate the impacts. But that's what makes him believe that this matters is the dollars and the cents and the statistics. You're talking about that as a case that he's making to the state. Does that mean that he has a vision of the government funding this as something that would that would benefit the state in the long run? Yes, definitely. So one of their goals is to replicate their program. They wanted to basically create a sort of a franchise if model, if you will, of a program that could be not only successful, but ex- but replicated in any city across the country, no matter where and no matter what the resources were and everything. So the ultimate goal is to have states invest in Concordance Academy programs. And so that's what they're using um, as an example to get government-sponsored programming in place. And so far, have state leaders in, at least in Missouri, been receptive to his pitch or or what have they had to say about it? Yes. So Missouri leaders um, granted Concordance Academy a $2.1 million contract Mm. um, just last year in 2020. And so that is the first contract that Concordance has gotten from the state. Otherwise, they've been running on the generosity of Mr. Ludeman's uh, friends in high places, if you will, from <laughs> his days back at the top of uh, Wells Fargo Advisors. Let me bring us back to some of the actual services the Concordance Academy provides. My impression is that they really want to challenge the notion or the myth that there are two separate buckets of people, criminals and non-criminals as opposed to just people with unique life experiences, unique backgrounds, oftentimes unique traumas, different struggles, different mental health challenges. And one of the quotes from your reporting that I think counters that attitude is Danny Ludeman, the director, saying, quote, virtually every one of the participants in the program has had a severe traumatic experience by the age of nine. And the examples he gives are heartbreaking. They're Mm -hmm. things like being shot, being stabbed, being raped, physically beaten, or having seen a loved one die in front of them. And as I understand it, based on your reporting, one of the things that makes Concordance Academy uniquely effective is that it doesn't just focus on physical needs, like getting a roof over people's heads. It also focuses on the mental health side of things. 
Definitely. So Mr. Ludeman said, he actually said the two biggest myths to uh, reducing or to bring down recidivism are that all people need uh, is housing and a job once they come out of prison to basically get themselves together. And he says that actually um, what they need is true mental health care, physical health care, to work on themselves physically and mentally before housing and a job can truly be effective. That's why we spend most of our resources on mental health and substance use treatment, because they don't get that right. This other stuff doesn't really matter. Right. And of course, the myth being that folks who come out of prison don't want to work or can't hold down an apartment. But that's something it sounds like Danny Ludeman says is flat out wrong, that a lot of folks coming out of prison just have so many other challenges and traumas to deal with that aren't solved with a paycheck and housing alone, that it needs to be a much more holistic approach. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition to Mr. Ludeman for this series, I was able to speak to a current participant and a graduate. And I was interested um, to see what they had to say on that point as well. And both of them acknowledged that a lot of times the people coming out of prison are extremely eager to, you know, change their lives, to fix their problems, to I'm never going back again. And I'm, you know, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to provide for my family. They're just really wrapped up in this like momentum. And then um, when things don't work out quite like they had hoped and they find themselves stuck in a fast food job or some other job that just is not fulfilling at all, um, and they start to they start to get into to depression and and things like that, thinking to themselves, "Well, I'm a I'm a felon, and no one's going to hire me. My my original dreams for life are over now." And you know, Concordance Academy partners—that's another part of what they do—is they partner with what um, they've called felon friendly uh, employment agencies and and businesses that are willing to employ concordance participants and and give them opportunities that if they were just checking the box so to speak on an application somewhere they might not even get a second look and so they call those their now jobs um they're not their forever jobs and that alone gives a lot of hope to them for improvement and advancement that they didn't have before. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. So the second part of the series you reported, as you mentioned, um, was about a graduate of the program, a man named Derek Mitchell. Tell me a little bit more about Derek. What's his story? Right. So Derek, um, he actually served nine out of a 10-year sentence in prison for assault. Uh, and the way that he puts it, um, assault, it was assault, armed criminal action, and a few other charges. And the way that he summarized it, that was basically um, he got into um, 
a fight with his girlfriend at the time. They were living together. She changed the locks to their home that they shared, and he uh, broke in, and they got into another fight. So the way he put it was a five-second thought can change your life for 10 years. Uh, A five-minute thought can cost you 10 years of your life. His mother and grandmother had recently died, leaving him feel like he didn't have family support. It was very bleak. I didn't know where I was going, what I was going to do. What do you think would have happened without this program? I probably would have did something stupid. You just feel like you don't have a chance, a shot in in, in this world. After you become a felon. He um, talked about how life-changing it was when Concordance Academy selected him for their program. It was like the best thing that ever happened to me. And... um, You know, six months before his release, they start working on everything from, you know, what are your physical health needs? Do you have any substance abuse um, issues? And and revisiting any trauma he experienced in his life and really kind of setting that foundation. So from the moment he got out of prison, he had a plan already in place. He had a plan of where he was going to go. Um, and, and to report to Concordance for the start of his program. And, and things were already set in motion. A lot of people I know never graduated high school. We we had a graduation. You know what I mean? They, they give out a graduation to let you know that you have accomplished some things. Mitchell is now working a couple of jobs at Schnucks and GM. He's now married with a new baby. He hopes to open up his own business soon and even reconnected with his 10-year-old daughter. Like I said, they probably saved my life. And as you mentioned, you also spoke to somebody who is in the midst of the program, a comedian in St. Louis named Elton Neal. What did he have to say about being in the program? Yes, so Elton was also willing to share his personal story. Um, He was actually serving a pretty hefty sentence for some drug crimes. Um, But it was a 15-year sentence. But because he was um, a nonviolent offender, he was able to serve 40% of that that sentence. And, um, I mean, still, nonetheless, that's, you know, quite a bit of time in prison and away from his family. So Concordance selects you. They work with the Department of Corrections, which gives them a sample of people based on race, age, gender, type of crime, type of sentence. And basically they want a representative sample of the prison population that re- that ad- accurately reflects the prison population. So, um, you know, he said when he got selected, he said he felt like he won the lottery because he'd actually heard about the program from several of his friends who told him, man, this is incredible. Don't ever give up if you get this opportunity. Well, um, another part of concordance is is it's not just this like hearts and rainbows, uh, you know, immediate reaction that goes on. There are a lot of bumps along the way. I mean, these are people, you know, in recovery, a lot of them. They're even understanding because they understand that coming out of prison, sometimes you could be overwhelmed with situations and you can backslide and fall to bad habits. So uh, for Mr. Neal, he talked about his relapse and when he went back to drinking and how he worked through that with the Concordance staff in in part of the program that was called Reflection. And he basically took a few days off 
to regroup and really reassess if this was something he wanted to do and commit to. Um, and like he said, you know, this isn't mandated by my parole officer. This isn't required. There's no consequence for giving up. But he just discovered that the consequence for giving up was, you know, getting his life back. So he agreed to stick with it, and Concordance certainly worked with him and gave him another chance. And and they realized that relapse is part of the process. So I decided to come back and just straighten up and get myself together as a man, you know, and move on because there's more opportunities here than it would be with me taking the other road. Redemption, wonderful. It's a blessing. It gives you hope that there's a, there's a better tomorrow. And I'll just say that the stories of, of Derek Mitchell and Elton Neal are, are moving, and it's, it's worth everybody listening to this, heading over to ksdk.com to check out the full series. Uh, before I let you go, you mentioned that Danny Ludeman sort of has this vision that this will work in other cities, that this is not something that's unique to St. Louis. Did he give any indication as to how far off he thinks that might be? So they're actually in the middle of a five-year plan to raise $50 million to start satellite locations in 11 cities across the country. And wow. the CEO, yeah, it's a pretty ambitious program. And the CEO of Worldwide Technology, which is also based here in St. Louis, um, is the major backer of this nationwide effort. So I think the first city that they're looking to expand to is is Chicago. Um, but again, it's a five-year plan. Um, so that's the goal. Well, Christine Byers, you'll have to keep us posted on this. And uh, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks, as always, for spending some time with us here on The Daily Crime. We are, of course, a daily podcast, so we have new episodes every day, Monday through Friday. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of them. And if you want to help us reach new listeners, head over to Apple Podcasts and drop us a positive rating and review. That'll do it for today. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.